This is a download from Newstalk 106 to 108. To download other programmes or for more information, go to newstalk.ie. Well, each week here on Global Village, we celebrate the fact that people from 199 different nationalities have chosen to make Ireland their home. We affectionately call this part of the programme the 199 Shades of Green, as after all, collectively, we now make up our new diverse island. Well, this week, we turn to Iran, the Middle East, Central Asia and the Silk Road. Well, joining me now is Sheelan Yousafzadeh and Carla Mooney. Welcome to Global Village. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Sheelan... First, tell me, uh, you've been on the show many times before, but remind us again, you're from Iran. So how old were you when you moved to Ireland? Um, I was 12 when I moved to Ireland and I've been living in Ireland for 10 years now. Um, And the last time I think I was on the show, we're talking about citizenship. Uh, So I got my citizenship almost now two years ago. Oh, congratulations. Uh, Thank you again. It never (laughs) gets old, does it? It doesn't, no. It's always always exciting to talk about it. And especially with St. Patrick's Day, do you really feel now it's like your national day as well? I mean, it's always been in my national day because I've always taken part in St. Patrick's Day. But now, yeah, that extra bit more now that it's it's part of, you know, my nationality and very that. excited to be doing uh, things over weekend and going to the parade, hopefully. And wearing green. And wearing green, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, uh, green is also a color of spring, which is coming up. So That's it's it. perfect. You well, know? And speaking of spring, <laughs> you, you're here on the show to specifically speak about a, a festival. And, and, and the work that you do through Bahar. Well, tell us all about that. So basically, um, this festival is uh, something that I started last year um, in partnership with Dublin City Council. And really how it came about, it was from a personal experience. As we, we mentioned, I've been here 10 years. I haven't really been back to Iran in, in this time. And despite being Irish and despite being very proud of being Irish, I'm still very proud of, of my original heritage, which is the Iranian heritage. Um, and I felt growing up in Ireland, I didn't really get many opportunities uh, personally to sort of celebrate this culture. And I know a lot of my friends were facing the same issue. And so I thought, you know, we should start celebrating and promoting these cultures more in Ireland as Ireland is becoming more diverse. And particularly Dublin City Council and Dublin City has been great in promoting Chinese culture, Polish culture and so on. But the Middle East was really left out in this whole story. And and let's face it, because there's a lot of negative press with the Middle East as well. So it's really good to highlight the fact that there's actually much more than the media or news stories. Exactly. And I know the Middle East is quite complex to understand. And maybe that's the challenge why these events haven't been happening so far. Far. So anyhow, Noruz is is a is that actually means new new day. Uh, and uh, it's in Iran it's our new year so our new year actually starts on the 21st of March but in a lot of these other countries it's just a festival of spring mm. and why spring because uh, this is an ancient tradition and in the ancient times people used to go with uh, nature and, and so the calendar was ruled by nature and so in spring everything regrows and life you know restarts for nature and I think people believe that people should do the same and start a new life every year yeah. around the time of spring and, and it's no different because in Ireland we have the festival of Bieltana Exactly, well, which so. is a, a like a pagan sort of fe- yeah, festival. And it's so there's a lot spring. of connections. So anyhow, last year um, I brought together five different countries: um, Iran, Afghanistan, Turkey, Kazakhstan, and Azerbaijan. And we had a collaborative effort, and we had this celebration in Dublin City Hall. And it was great. There was a great turnout, but again, it was very limited in terms of this, the capacity that we had. And then after the success of that, we felt you know we actually should form an organization now under which we can continue doing these sort of collaborative efforts. And that's where Bahar came along. So Bahar 
Bahar actually means spring. Again, it goes back to the connections there in five languages. Um, and it's really a platform for people from different communities or anybody to get involved uh, to celebrate and promote Middle East and Central Asian cultures. I know it's, it, it sounds really big, but really what we hope to do in the next couple of years, um, starting with our festival uh, next weekend, is to organize celebrations, whether they're family days, whether they're poetry sessions, uh, whether they're going to be small concerts, whatever it is under the name of Bahar, uh, to really promote and highlight these cultures in Ireland and give people a, a platform to come and actually get exposure. You know, if they're really interested in our uh, language, literature, this is really the place that they, they can come to. It's very similar to, say, the likes of the Chinese uh, New Year Festival that the yeah. Dublin City Council always highlights on an annual sure, basis. Sure, and I, I would say the only difference is that we're not just about one country, we're about five or six countries. And that's probably something very different compared to most festivals that are happening in Ireland. And again, it really highlights the fact that despite what we're seeing in media, this Middle Eastern community can actually work really well together. Um, and I think that's so interesting for people. I mean, it's interesting for me that I'm able to communicate with different languages and with people from different countries. And it's like, it, and it's very uh, apt that you're here on a, in Global Village. Because well, that's we appreciate the opportunity. I mean, uh, this is really the first year. So our festival this year is happening in Meeting House Square on the 23rd of March it's going to be a full day of events from 12 o'clock to 5 o'clock and again it's it's really the first time that we're reaching out to people and so we really want people to know about this festival and, and to come and really enjoy themselves it's a free event uh, there's going to be things for kids to get involved with there's going to be performances music, food and really a lively atmosphere for people to sort of celebrate these cultures celebrate spring um, it's going to be after St. Patrick's Day as well so you know something so else keep, to look keep the celebration to. exactly good. for one week longer <laughs> and of course in studio we are also joined by Carla Mooney who is behind the Silk Road Film Festival. Kala, mm-hmm. uh, your, your origins are uh, not uh, as uh, far-flung uh, as Sheelan. Where are your origins? Um, I'm from Port Arrington yeah. in County Offaly. Oh, it's not very exotic. No, but, um, no, I do still... live on a farm in the middle of nowhere on a bog, so it's beautiful. <laughs> Listen, I mean, it, it, it's just, it's, Offaly is beautiful in itself, it right? It is, it is. And, and, no and so, so how did a, a girl from Offaly get, mm-hmm. get inspired and interested in... Um, creating a the Silk Road Film Festival? Um, well, basically, I'm a filmmaker myself, um, an actress and producer, and I have a production company called Cardell Entertainment with my brother, Delwyn. And um, we went to Iran about two years ago to make a documentary called The Secret of Permanency. Um, in Farsi, it's a Raze Mandagari. I hope I'm saying that right. Mm-hmm. Sheila might be able to help me with that one. <laughs> That's good one. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so we went there and we made um, the first Irish-Iranian co-production between Ireland and Iran. And um, we decided after being there and talking to various independent Iranian filmmakers that we would um, try and give them an opportunity to present their films in in Europe. So why not Ireland? We're Irish and so forth. That's where the um, idea of establishing an Iranian film festival began. So then just through a natural development of ideas, um, how could we broaden this scope and um, incorporate more countries? So the idea of Silk Road came about. And um, so Silk Road incorporates Persian, Asian, Arab and Middle Eastern countries. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, so it's, it's so there's so much there. I mean, yeah. it's it's again that another like Sheila said, it's much more than one culture. You're actually bringing four, five, six, seven different cultures all together. Yes, and and 
the the this is this the first time that the Silk Road this, Festival is taking place? Um, well, last year in March we had a showcase festival. We didn't plan on actually running it again. We just wanted to see, well, basically test it out and see how it mm. would run. But we got a lot of great feedback from people, and um, we decided to run it again. And this year we have um, the official launch of the Silk Road Film Festival, which we're holding in the Dublin Lord Mayor's Mansion House, um, in collaboration with Sheelan's event. Yeah. And and it's great that you the collaborative piece mm. between the Silk Road uh, Film Festival and and Nauru's. Did that happen by chance, or did you know already about the, the well? Event? We met last year, and we were both at the stage where we were thinking about these ideas, but none of them had been developed. And from last year, we wanted to collaborate, but it didn't happen so much. But then this year, when we were planning the event, we thought that you know there's so much overlap over the cultures, um, you know. Carla is covering mm-hmm. the film side of things while we're covering uh, more the cultural dancing uh, type of things. So it only made sense. Yeah. The timings are the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, the purpose is the same. And uh, again, you know, there's Iranian directors coming over to Ireland and we have Nourouz's around around. So it just really made sense to collaborate. And I'm really excited that we have. Mm-hmm. And I really see a lot of potential for what we're doing together in the future. Mm-hmm. And it's not only just over the films. We have also put together an exhibition in the Center for Creative Practices. It's an exhibition of photography and of arts from these Silk Road countries again including the Nauru's countries as well mm. um, so it's uh, we've managed to sort of collaborate over a couple of different things mm-hmm. and it's been great so far and I think the way in the future really is to have more collaboration between festivals Absolutely. and it really helps you you know have more outreach and have yeah. these different elements together because ultimately it's all about creating a culture of inclusion so yes. if you're including you know one culture you might as well mm-hmm. include all cultures exactly it's it's going to open up a dialogue um, of all of these cultures so they can you know communicate with each other and also view films from the various countries that are involved so there's I a mean, great film, opportunity film is a great way mm. to it, it's a great gateway for people to learn other cultures but also mm-hmm. uh, social justice issues that maybe people might not normally follow exactly uh, film can really bring that to the forefront yeah exactly and especially with the films that we have um, coming to the festival and the, the countries that are involved Involved, that you wouldn't generally get to see them in Ireland or Europe so we're we're opening up um, like a, a segue for people to view these films and to open up a dialogue um, and conversation for people to talk about them and this is for filmmakers uh, film goers um, of all ages because we want to try and incorporate um, a children um, element into it as well and also we have this year actually um, established a student film element so it, it, yeah it's it's very positive and um, actually how the student film element came about was we were invited to Lebanon uh, last November. So uh, the three um, directors, um, including myself, of the festival went to the Notre Dame University and we spent um, about 10 days there. And true, being there, we ended up setting up Film Festival Synergy, which is a collaboration of um, student film festivals internationally. So it cl- includes like Yakuts, um, which is North Russia. And um, uh, then there's like a Mexico Film Festival. There's the FAMU Film Festival. Wow. So there's very various film festivals I won't list them all now Ireland is part of that as well oh yes yeah. so we have um, the Irish element as well so we have universities here in Ireland who are collaborating mm. with us too and um, IADT have been fantastic oh, they've actually college. oh the f- amazing yeah. I, um, it's a credit to the, to the lecturers and to the students the work that they do and um, they've created an ident for us and they're submitting some films and so it's very exciting and and the, and the lovely thing is I mean this is not, this is not only you know Nauru's and the Silk uh, Road Film Festival is not only mm-hmm. good to create a dialogue and, and, and open people's minds, but I think going back to what you said, mm-hmm. Sheelan, 
you, you are now you're Irish. You know, you you have uh, Iranian origins, yes. and and this is your way to keep those origins alive. And I think there's many children from like especially second generation mm-hmm. migrants who who whose parents moved over uh, and they were born here, mm-hmm. and for them, th- this other identity is just. You know, not really something that they can get put their hands on, but coming to a festival yes. could make it very real. Yeah, and and that's an important thing that we really want to focus on. That is not just for people my, like myself that maybe moved here at a, at an older age, but also the younger, the next generation of uh, migrant kids that are uh, growing up here. Um, an opportunity for them to get some exposure. I mean, it's even simple as getting a, an opportunity to dress in your national clothes. You know, up mm-hmm. until last year, I didn't even know what national Iranian clothes was like, and really, now I purchased Shannon. some, and I'm really excited about wearing them. You know. Next week, because that's only the one time in the year that I get get to do that, and that applies for younger kids too. Yeah. That if they're you know if they're not constantly going back to visit Iran or to visit family back home, they might just not get any of their their heritage. You know, and it's okay to grow up Irish. There's nothing wrong with that. But it'd be yeah. great to also sort of know more about your background, your family's background, which makes you different. And I, I love being different, really. And yeah. I think we should really embrace that being different is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's a it's a wasted opportunity as well because like I I, do, I moved to Ireland uh, and it's only after living here for about good 10 years that I felt comfortable to actually wear a sari. Now, mm-hmm. I, I worn saris when I was uh, growing up in, in Sri Lanka, but never never wore one when I was living in Bahrain. Mm-hmm. And it's only after 10 years in Ireland I realized I was losing touch with that with that side of me. And I really enjoy wearing a sari. But the thing is, when you wear a sari, you kind of stop traffic because people are like, oh my God, that's <laughs> amazing. And, and you're like, you really have to get used to having a lot of attention. attention and some, yeah. some days you don't want that. You know, <laughs> you just want to kind of blend in. So, but, but in a festival occasion, it's perfect. Yeah, you're not you going to sound that too much. And at the same time, you get to, you know, wear your clothes or you know have your dances done I actually since I've started this festival I've become more aware of not only my own country but my neighboring countries you know Afghanistan I've learned so much about Afghanistan on all these and I wouldn't have honestly if I hadn't sort of started a sort of a collaborative effort so I, I it's been a learning experience for us as well about each other Brilliant. which is great and and, and so Carla finally mm-hmm. wh- where can people find out more about the Silk Road Film Festival they can go online to our website um, silkroadfilmfestival.com or we have um, a Facebook page Page or Twitter page and if they want to attend um, most events are free um, so all the That's details great. are online Especially yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> oh, it's great and, and Sheelan and where can they find for out for us it's just www.bahar.ie we'll have all we have all the information up on, on the website and again the big date for us is uh, Sunday 23rd of March meeting us square 12 o'clock uh, until 5 o'clock um, oh, and looking forward to seeing everybody there hopefully um, just before we do finish, can I mention one thing? Sure. Um, we have a, a gentleman coming over from Iran. He's a master cinematographer, award-winning cinematographer called Mahmoud Kalari. So he's attending the festival and we're going to award him with a Lifetime Achievement Award on the opening night. So it's very exciting. And he's also going to run a masterclass during the festival Fantastic. on Saturday the 22nd. So all the information is online. Brilliant. All yeah. filmmakers out there. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to miss this. You don't, you don't want to miss this. Well, my thanks to Sheelan Yusufi Zadeh and Carla Mooney for coming on Global Village and well done on, on, on the great uh, festivals and looking forward to welcoming you on Global Village next year so mm-hmm. you can tell us about the festival Thank you so much. Thank you, thanks, thanks for very much. Thank you. And of course, it's part of our 199 Shades of Green. We always play out on a song. So Sheelan, you've actually picked a song for us to play out on. Yeah, so the song I picked is by a group called Rastak Band and in, uh, it's called Sornaya Noruz. So it's, it's actually a very Noruzi themed song. Brilliant. Here it goes.
Well, we've reached the end of the show. Hope you enjoyed it as much as we did putting it together for you. If you'd like to listen back, you can do so by going to the newstalk.ie website. A big thanks to our producer, Ronan Brennock. And on sound, we had Peter Malloy. Well, coming up next is all about with the Green Room. And we'll be back next week between 7 and 9 p.m. So all that's left for me is to wish you a very happy St. Patrick's Day. This is Dil Vikramasinghe reminding you that we're all part of a global village.
Thanks for listening to this News Talk 106 to 108 podcast. To download other programs or for more information, go to newstalk.ie.